And we're back. Another episode of We Just Talking. Me, Isaiah, Torian. Gentlemen, how y'all doing this week? Good, good, good man. man. Got over the flu. Oh, yeah? Was it the Kung flu or was it the... <laughs> um, I think it was just... Uh, it's flu A. So, I don't know what the fuck that is, but... I think it's just the strand that's like going around uh, in the season. But yeah, no, dude, I was, I was fucked up for, I don't know, like probably like two or three days and then it got better. But yeah, no, um, yeah, I lost like seven pounds, man. Damn. Yeah. You got people listening, you got people listening to this shit now. Like, Oh, how do I get the flu? Is this the, is this a weight loss tip? Is this, is this all you got to do? Shit was not fun, dog. Man, puking. Yeah, I was gonna say sweating, <laughs> shitting, puking. Uh, that's an easy way to lose weight. Isaiah, brother, how you doing? Uh, not too bad, man. Uh, pretty chill work week. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I'm feeling, I'm feeling like a little. I got a little extra pep in my step. You know, I think the toe is 100% recovered. So, you know, I'm a little more agile than what I was for about six months. So I'm feeling good. Damn, six months. Yeah, that's how long I had that ingrown toenail, bro. It was fucking. Bro, six months for a thirty-year-old. That's a career ending. Sit your ass down. I know. I'm fucking. I'm able to walk faster. It's weird. I'm like, damn. <laughs> and my left leg hurt for like the first couple of days because I've been compensating on that so much, and now it's like my weight's evenly distributed and shit. I can like play with my dog a little more because I was scared of that little motherfucker hit my toe. <laughs> I was like, back up, dude, back up. <laughs> my mom's, I think it was back in like no, December. She didn't know. And I had my feet up on T's couch and she fucking grabbed it. Dude, I've never been so close to hitting my mom in the face before in my entire life. <laughs> I said, God damn. I fucking stood up. I had to do those paces. She was like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you walked the pain away? <laughs> yeah, she was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. I was like, it's oh, all right. That shit was funny. He got so fucking mad, bro. <laughs> I, I said, it's all right. It's all right. It's cool. No, I know. If you if you got to walk the pain <laughs> off, bro, you was in some, <laughs> you was in a whole different universe. Because it was one of those two, like, if it was elevated, it didn't, you know, it didn't hurt. But any kind of pressure, like, so, like, walking or a motherfucker touching it, crippling. Legitimately crippling. I understand why now whenever we would see certain movies and they would use like torture tactics and they would pull the motherfuckers' nails out. Trust me. There's a reason why they do that. That shit, that'll, that'll make a grown man that fucking served two wars and fucking went to be a steel miner. That'll make him cry. Like that shit was next level. Because whenever I was in eighth grade, I had two ingrown toenails in my left foot. And old Kristen Sells fucking did it old school style, ripped the whole fucking nail out. And I had to watch that shit, bro. Oh, my God. You just see, like, the tendons and shit just fucking splitting. This right. guy this guy Long was short, so I'm graphic. <laughs> Long story short, I'm all right now. I'm cool. You know, I'm, I'm back. They put uh, some sodium nitrate in there. So it basically burns off that part of your nail. So it will never grow back the same. And I watched him dig in there, bro. He was like a whole quarter inch below my actual toenail, just fucking swiping that shit. That sounds, 
fucking disgusting. Yeah, I watched. The, I watched the whole thing. It was cool. Cause okay. I didn't feel shit. Yeah, I didn't feel shit. <laughs> Cause he oh, put about eight some, shots. Yeah. Put about yeah. eight shots in my big toe, bro. I was. I was cool. Hey, I actually don't like getting shots to to know the pain. I'd rather have whatever they gave me whenever I got my vasectomy. They just, I mean, they gave me an IV and then they just put something in the IV where I was up out of there. <laughs> I don't know what was happening. I like, I remember the dude was, he said something about taking a drink with him or whatever, like afterwards. And he was like, cause we're, we're obviously we're friends now. Haha. <laughs> and then I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? And then he, he was, I looked down and I was like, Oh, Oh, <laughs> And then, yeah, it, it, it was I'm, over with. He said, I'm going to get a little personal with you, all right? That's exactly what it, it felt like. That's what it sounded like, too. But, yeah, he was like, what's your favorite drink, man? Because, you know, we got to get – I'm, like, like zonked out because whatever they gave me. And I was like, ooh, pause, bro. And then <laughs> then the one of the nurses was, like, talking to me about something. And I'm like, I can't – I don't know what's going on. It felt like, it felt like you, take, uh, you take some Benadryl. And like your body is still trying to stay up, but it's you're like, it's that, yeah, the Benadryl is on your ass. That's what it felt like. It's just accelerated. Yeah, Big cracks me up crazy. too is that's exactly what that dude did to me. He was like, he's like, oh yeah, where you work? I was like, yeah, I work at a Hobby Lobby distribution center. He was like, nice, that's not too far from here, isn't it? I was like, no, nah, that's not far at all. And by the way, he's like dig it into my nail and i'm looking at him doing it and i'm just like having a conversation with him and then he's like oh yeah that's right he said i can't keep my wife out of there man he was like you get a discount i was like yeah i was like you need the hookup he was like eh. he was like maybe he was like well i got your info if i need to talk to you by the way it's like both of the nails are out he's like talking to me and then i see him cut that big ass ingrown nail out and i was like oh my god and by the way i'm completely embarrassed because like you know, they always have an assistant in there, and I have a fucking zombie toe, and I'm like, I'm the weakest I've ever felt in my life. I got two people looking at this nasty-ass shit. I know they're going to say something as soon as I get up out this office, <laughs> but it's all good. and didn't didn't affect me too much, but you're always like, I wonder what they say after you leave, <laughs> especially something nasty like that. Yeah, keep your shit clean, bro. Uh, anyways, <laughs> anyways, man. This week in, in football has been wild. We coaches getting hired. Uh, some people like some of the hiring. Some people hated the hirings. Obviously, we're gonna start with T's team, the Los Angeles Chargers. T, y'all y'all hired Jim Harbaugh. How do you feel about it? Big business. I mean, that's that's a that's a that's a that's a big time dub for us. Um, hopefully, we, you know, we got somebody now who can who can help develop Herbert as, as a player. Um, you know, I think going from Brandon Staley to Harbaugh is, is big dude. Cause Harbaugh has a track record for winning. And I think we're going to get the most out of Herbert and then take advantage of his skill set. I think, I think we're in a good place, man. I mean, I don't think it's going to be like an immediate turnaround, but I'm hoping for one. Yeah, y'all could be the new the new Texans. <clears throat> That's it. Uh, I I figured it would take about maybe a year, year and a half for everything to click. Y'all might be one of those teams that may start out slow, 
uh, the first couple of weeks, maybe start out two and two or something like that, and then hit y'all stride and then just start punishing teams. I mean, shit, I've, I've, I've said the chargers were going to be a playoff team for like the last fucking five years. I've, I, I feel going into the seasons that y'all are going to be better than than everybody and then i'm always like the steelers are going to be ass we ain't gonna make the playoffs and then we squeak in and brandon staley fucks y'all or he's just an idiot and had been it's been rough i'll say that but i like it man jim harbaugh is a solid dude a solid coach we see he he went to the niners back in the day took them to the super bowl and then goes to michigan and michigan goes from being dog shit to being okay to then being uh just needing to beat ohio state to get to the big 10 championship and then they get there they go to the playoff the playoffs and then boom they win the national championship so the the guy can he can help build organizations and programs he's not an idiot he's not like uh hiring bill belichick and giving him the gm uh the gm power and thinking that he's gonna draft or build you a team when he's gonna draft a bunch of fucking fifth round quarterbacks and turn them into, into wide receivers so it's, it's definitely a good hire yeah i think so too with him he's gonna really shore up that defense and especially whenever they have so much talent all around the ball i agree with you about, about them going two and two because they've always had such a talented offense and you're like it's just not going right with what they have. They should be winning more games, and especially like, could we the possibly? Is just too talented. And could we? Could we make the argument that the a, the AFC West is going to be a higher up division in football this year? I mean, hiring well, Cliff Kingsbury is definitely going to help the Raiders. I think the Broncos, if they they're the only team that's like a for sure unknown. Yeah, but having Sean Payton for like this will be a second year. I yeah. expect them to be some kind like a little bit better. And yeah. we'll we'll have a more a clear indicator after the draft if they're able to get the quarterback that they want <laughs> or if they get one in free agency cuz I don't <laughs> the way Sean Payton was treating uh Russell Wilson, I don't know if that shit can if if they can run that shit back. Look, man. I ain't going to say it, but I'm going to say it. I don't think Sean Payton likes Russell Wilson because of all the distractions he could have off the field. And so he tried to bully him into shutting the fuck up. And that's why it didn't work because he wasn't, you know, lunch pale, hardworking guy like Drew Brees was and, you know, bitching him the last game of the year when he didn't have statistically a bad season especially the turnaround that they had middle of the season, they were almost in a position to fight for a playoff spot. And then he was like, no, fuck that playoff spot. Let's go ahead and start a, Oh God, who did they? Not Yeah, they did. But I think they lost to Kansas city and that put him out of the playoffs. And then he was like, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it really in that loss, it's like, I mean, it's it's Kansas city. The one that I think did them in is news losing to new England. That was the one where he was like, yeah, yeah we're, done. We're, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's wild, too, just because uh, obviously we're off topic off of the, the Chargers. But the, the Broncos are weird because that whole division, honestly, because going into every offseason, I look at that division and I'm like, yo, if like previously, if Brandon Staley can just get out of his own way, they're going to be one of those teams. Then I look at the Broncos and I'm like, bro, they have an elite defense. If their offense is just average, they'll be a scary, a scary fucking team. And then the Raiders, it's you, you never know. Like, 
hey, are they going are, are they going to have one of them uh, Derek Carr, Michael Crabtree, Amari Cooper years, or are they just going to be ass? And then they go, you go, uh, the season starts, and then it's just like two of the teams will start out good, and then two of them are just dog shit. Yeah, it's just it's just weird going into, but not um, division. Yeah, uh, T, who have y'all hired an offensive coordinator? I don't believe so, not yet. Um, okay, who you think? Who you want to hire? I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to. I really wouldn't be opposed to seeing if we could pluck the enemy away from DC, dude. Oh, that would be ill. Ill as fuck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's some, like pressed. that's some wishful yeah. thinking shit. You yeah. know what I mean? But like, I mean, right now, I don't know. Uh, I think you'll probably end up making your QB coach the OC. Maybe. I mean, I, th- I don't think that that would be a bad idea at all. Making him your your OC because he's got a lot of experience with Her- Herbert, and you know he kind of knows what he likes, what he doesn't like. You keep no. him around for continuity, but I mean, I don't know, man. It... <sighs> Fucking need somebody who's gonna who's gonna <laughs> open it up and 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 let Herbert spin that shit, dude. You know, but we gotta we gotta figure something out because right now, dude, we are wasting that guy's best years and. If if you want to keep him as the face of your franchise, dude, you got to start winning games like yeah. that. You got to start getting to the playoffs. Like it's these things have to happen. Otherwise, you know, dude's gonna fucking leave. He's gonna you know he's gonna pull a Drew Brees and go have the best years of his life somewhere else. So we got to yeah. quit wasting this fucking talent. Well, I think so too, man. You got you kind of got to look at it and like. His years have been really impressive, but has Herbert even hit his stride? I mean, this is going to be what his fourth year. I don't think we've seen the best football out of him. No, I don't. Yet. That's what's I don't crazy. Think have. His his numbers may drop, but I think he'll start. <clears throat> he'll, he'll well, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I did. I I seen a stat, and it's not all. It's not. I'm not saying it's all on him, but he he leads the league in fourth quarter interceptions in uh, since 2020. But that I feel like that's because you, there's teams you guys are playing that y'all should be blowing the fuck out, and then or y'all do start out hot, and then the other team takes the momentum, and then you guys have like like I don't know you can't rebound on offense and whatnot, and then he has to press, and then when he's pressing and throwing a bunch of interceptions, but y'all are too talented to even be playing in close games with some of these teams. Like I, I oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I have I've said people. this for the last couple of years that I think the Chargers on paper have had one of the most talented rosters, you know, since since like the years when we had Gates, Tomlinson, Rivers, and we're not doing shit with it. And it's like, come on, man. Get rid of the I mean, and you only you can only have excuses for so long where you get rid of the GM, you get rid of the fucking terrible head coach that we had who shouldn't have been a head coach in the first place. That dude, let's like let's be clear, that guy was not a good fucking D coordinator when the when the fucking um when the Rams won that Super Bowl, that roster was talented. Like that's fuck. 
as fuck. You don't, you know what I mean? Well, and like, what he had on defense already, it was like, no, it was your players executing. Like, yes, your calls yeah. were. <laughs> you have an all-world D tackle and Aaron Donald and a fucking Jalen Ramsey, you had John yeah. Johnson, you know, who was an All-Pro at that time. Like, that roster was ridiculously talented. It was not your scheme that you were fucking calling. <laughs> like, come on. Let's, yeah. let's 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 level with each other real quick. A lot of that was, Excellent. hey, go out and fucking stop them, basically. <laughs> yeah, well, and and because McVay's like McVay will possess the fuck out of the ball, so oh yeah, they would just get a stop. Yeah, they just get a stop, and then the Rams would go on a fucking seventeen play, eighty five yard drive or some shit. Yeah, okay. uh, just just eat up the clock. He, yeah. I ain't even gonna lie, bro. After that playoff game, everybody like I think majority of the universe was like he's he needs to get fired right here right now don't even waste no more of of herbert like you know what he is let's go ahead and move on from this filth and just start fresh clean and go and they when they brought him back this year i was like man two years in a row dude right take a knee on fourth down you go to the playoffs what do you do go for it turn the fucking ball (laughs) over and of course they go and kick a field goal, knock us out of playoff contention. That was that that to me was inexcusable. And then the very next year, you go up twenty-seven and nothing. Still to this day, that is the only time that a team had another opponent down twenty-seven to nothing, and you lose the game with zero turnovers. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I don't think he should have been on the plane back. Like I would have fired his ass. I would have fired him on the field in the fourth quarter. I'd been like, "You're done, buddy." Like this is this is insane. Like well, and, you, and the, that might have been the first time in the first half that the defense played to what we were expecting. Whenever he got yeah, there, yeah, forcing four turnovers, four picks from yeah, Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence. In the first half. You're like, oh my Ate god! Ate his ass up, and then they just came out and just Atlanta versus the Patriots, and said, "Fuck it, man!" The largest, isn't the, I'm sorry to drudge up some more. That's the largest comeback in playoff history, isn't it? Uh yes. But what gets me is we didn't turn over the ball one time. Yeah, yeah. Like, Y'all went that three and out. To me, was yeah. just... Y'all went three and out real quick, uh, right out after the half, and. After after uh, T Law scored that first uh, touchdown, he threw that first touchdown. I was like, they need to put a drive together. And homie was like, Nah, we're gonna run Eckler right through the tackles, baby. Let's go, fucking <laughs> not in space at all. We trust this O line to yep. open up some shit so he can get to the second level. Yep, gave it right times. back. Gave it right back to him. They scored again, and he's the exact same thing. You know, they probably have all the momentum in the world. If we were playing NBA Street. Uh, they would have a game breaker right now, but oh, yeah. <laughs> Eckler, <laughs> Eckler between the tackles, my guy. Every time. Yeah, that was that Insane. was that was rough. What, that dude was dog shit this year too. But I think Eckler was one of those guys who you saw his, and you can probably discredit this, but like I think he was best suited to be a third down back. Like, he looked the best when he was Melvin Gordon's change of pace back. Yeah. It kept him fresh. And like like you said, not trying to run a five foot eight, 190-pound man in between the tackles. It's not practical because, like, he's not, as, he's not as fast as McCaffrey. He's not as strong, you know, 
be real, he doesn't catch the ball as well. So, like, giving him 400 touches takes away from what you can do offensively with your wide receivers. Something's got to happen with Quentin Johnston because that dude was ass this year. He's, I mean, early, early, you know, early analysis of him, he already looks like a draft bust. I think he'll rebound, man. I think he'll rebound, Yeah, I think. We kind of need him to because one of our receivers are going to leave. Oh, fuck We're not going to be able to keep him. Yeah, fuck. Well, you know, I think Keenan's going to stay naturally. I think he's going to get the, you know, hometown hero, sweetheart deal. It's really on Mike Evans and just – not Mike Evans, Mike Williams – because even though he tore his ACL, like, dude, he was on pace for a great season. He was going to have a good year, man. And yeah. honestly, Look, Herbert, you could tell Herbert didn't really trust Quentin Johnston. Because he, he can't catch the ball. Money. I know, I know, I know. I know, that's what I'm saying. It's like that, that they suffered a ton whenever Mike Williams went out. Kind of changed the trajectory of their season. I mean, yeah, they lost the nail-biter against Miami, but, like, after that, like Mike Williams was going the fuck off and then tears his ACL, you know? So it's like all of that changed. And then those moments where Quentin Johnston could have had big catches to move the, move the needle, choked every time, every stinking time. And he was a huge talent in TCU. So you're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you all right, man? You, yeah. he's, <laughs> too much he's, pressure? I think it is. And he's also, he's never been a hand catcher. They're gonna have to work with him this off season to like do a bunch of fucking jugs machines and then catching tennis balls and shit. Cause if you go back and watch him at TCU, he was a body catcher. All body of his yeah, yeah, all Which of his doesn't translate right. well at any level. Right. Body catcher jump ball, because he's tall, man. He's fast, dude. But you're but you're wasting it because if yeah. you're a body catcher but you're that tall, Herb can't throw the ball up because you're not a hand catcher. So he has to put it where you can catch it. And unfortunately where you can catch it, so can the defense. Yeah. Especially in college too, being that tall, man, like you're facing a five, nine, five, 10 corner and you're six, five. Yeah. You can body catch it. That's the only time it it could work out for you, but not, not now, not in the league. What what I'm hoping for him is that, uh, and this is what I initially thought. Obviously, I could be a thousand percent wrong, and I probably am. But I I see a lot of Devonte Adams coming in uh, first year, a lot of expectation, and then you just fuck up. But yeah. then you come back the next year after after working on it because there's only one thing that you can really need to work on. Because homie was getting open, he just couldn't catch the fucking ball. But yeah. I think I think he will put in the work. I'm hoping he'll put in the fucking work and not Kadarius Tony that shit but i think he'll put in the work he just if he can catch the ball he will be a big benefit for y'all mm-hmm. or y'all could go in free agency and sign fucking tyler boyd mm-hmm. i'm gonna pass <laughs> i'm gonna pass he's, he's old he's only 30 yeah but I'm, I'm good i can i can live without that i mean hey y'all can have alan robinson no <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking God. Nah, he's getting cut, bro. He's Man, he's owed like eleven. If we give Mike 8. Williams his walking papers, like we need to go after T. Higgins. Maybe after T. Higgins or uh, who's Mike Evans. Free <laughs> my shit. I don't think Mike Evans will <laughs> after after the year he had. Just you know. Oh well, it just it just came out, brother, this morning that uh, Baker is probably going to get forty million a year. So the only way that they can keep Mike Evans is if they franchise tag him. And if they I th- franchise I bet, he would play. I bet he'd play on franchise tag just for a year. 
I bet he would. I don't know because he was he was talking about uh, earlier this year. It came out that he was like, if, if they don't want me, then I'll go elsewhere, pretty much. So there's, I mean, there's a chance, but I don't know. It just think, depends. I, yeah, I mean, the dollars got to make sense, right? Yeah. I mean, because they're gonna and have I, to and figure I, out a lot of shit. Let me let me ask the uh, let me ask you this too. Who do you think ceiling is higher between the Bucks team and y'all? Oh, fuck. exactly. I, so yeah. so he could look at it like that and be like, man, fuck that. I'm going. I'm going out to L.A. Yeah, because the Bucks are aging. They they play with a lot of heart. Very gritty team, and they've shown that. But they'll be relevant. Old. Yeah. Well, they'll be relevant for probably the next two to three years, honestly. Yeah, uh, unless that. Raheem Morris turns around Atlanta really quick, which I I mean, him out there with Zach Robinson, we'll see. Obviously, yeah. we know that they have the fucking the playmaker. Well, we hope that they have the playmakers to make plays and shit. We'll see the uh, see the difference that they call uh, rather than what my new offensive coordinator Arthur Smith was out there calling last year. So you got mean, Arthur we'll Smith see. as an OC, dude. Yep. Yep. I don't know if I like that. That dude likes to waste talent. <laughs> well, so so, bro, I've been in Run game's the gonna be great. Well, I've been in the fucking trenches, bro. Obviously, as soon as it, as soon as the story broke, I was like, man, fuck, because I was like, man, he fucking sucked in Atlanta. He was a he was a cold motherfucker in Tennessee, but he was cheeks in Atlanta. And uh, I was like, we didn't even interview Clint Kubiak and blah, blah. Like, yeah. we we put in the papers to uh, interview fucking Zach Robinson and Cliff Kingsbury. We didn't even get them and shit. The more that I've had to to actually sit on it, uh, pause. Um, I like I I'm I I don't say I won't say I like it, I guess or love it, but I'll say I'm okay with it. Uh, because like you said, Isaiah, our run game will be better. We're gonna go back to being a zone run scheme rather than trying to be man on man and uh and just move people which we couldn't because our offensive line was ass uh but when we did start doing that closer to the end of the year we started moving down the field so i'm i'm excited about that yeah a bunch of falcons real quick a bunch of falcons fans posted and they said they said i believe Bijan had four less uh, four less uh, times with the ball or whatever the hell the fuck it is than Christian McCaffrey did. Um, Drake London had 110 targets. Kyle Pitts had 94 targets. Mm-hmm. The issue wasn't the play calling or them. The issue was Desmond Ritter. It's Cheeks. And uh, and then they were like, so if you look at Arthur Smith with Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan's last year in Atlanta, their mm-hmm. offense was in the top five to ten. So they're in that like seven eight range, bro. I'll take it. I'll t- I'll take any of his like give fucking George Pickens hundred and ten targets a year, uh, give fucking Pat Fryermuth ninety to ninety six targets a year, give Deontay Johnson some, improve our offensive line and our run scheme, please. I will take all that shit. Our and our issue is is going to be the same thing of what he was dealing with out there. Our quarterback situation is fucking horrible. Pickett is a he's a bust, but he also shows like very few flashes. Like before he got hurt, he wasn't dog shit anymore. He like after we fired uh, Matt Canada, he looked average. He he made throws and shit. But then 
Mason comes in and we start marching down the field and shit. So, but I don't believe in Mason Rudolph. I know what his peak is. If Mason Rudolph is better than Kenny Pickett, I know where his is. I've been saying it for three, four weeks now. Michael Penix, man. <laughs> I need you. Please. please. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Come here, man. We need you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think we'll be better either way. If we can just move the goddamn ball at all, and if he helps us move the goddamn ball at all, I feel a lot better. Because we've been the last three years, our offense has been at the bottom four in total offense. And we've been sneaking into the playoffs. So if you can get me to fucking 16, I am it's a huge job. I'm super happy. Yeah, bro. Like just even if we're not scoring 30, if we can get in field goal range, I'm happy. Yeah. And Arthur Smith don't run no goddamn jet sweeps and shit. Yeah. <laughs> so done with it. Done with it all. So I'm I I I said uh, I would give the hiring like a, a B minus or a C plus. Just because as an offensive coordinator with Tennessee, he showed that he can coach offense. In yeah. Atlanta, it was like, can he not coach offense really? Or is his quarterback situation just horrid? Yeah. I will say the mishandling of Bijan, I don't know if that was for protection purposes or anything I think that's of what that. that was. Uh, yeah, as I a, could I could definitely see that. But in Tennessee, can a fan make the argument of I mean Fucking Ryan Tannehill only threw the ball about 20, 25 times a game, if that. The playoff he, game that they won, he threw the ball 11 times. You're, you're right, but either way, he threw for 55 touchdowns and 13 interceptions. That's very true. Yeah, so yeah. we haven't had – that. obviously that was in the two years that he was there. Yeah. But we haven't had a quarterback sniff 25 touchdown passes in a year since, like, 2016. Big bid, so, <laughs> so if you can make Kenny or Mason or if we draft somebody throw 20 to 25, like I'm not asking for fucking Patrick Mahomes or Herbert or Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson or Joe Burrow. I'm not even asking. I'm asking for fucking Brock Purdy. Give yep. me a fucking like somebody like that. Give who, me like 26, 27 a year. Yeah, it's going to put you in a position to win throw, games. Throw the ball 11 to 25 times a game. Yeah. And that will if we if we can get some chunk plays because of play action, Kenny can throw the ball down the field. Pickens can make some plays. Deontay can make some plays. He's going to improve based off of that alone. The shit that we were running this year in the last for under Finkner and Matt Canada, mm-hmm. bro, we're running like all we're running high school or or like junior high routes. We're running fucking everybody run curls. Everybody runs slants. And it's like, OK, that's cool. But if they're in the defense where it's covered, then what? What's the like? What do you do after it's like? Oh, it's a cover two. Okay, well, I everything's going down the sideline right to the safeties. Wait, if somebody was just in the middle of the field, it would be a huge play. There was none of that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and it just became too vanilla. Very predictable too. And I think the back with Finkner too. You kind of saw that like. Man, Najee is a – he's an every down back, and he definitely started to hit his stride a little bit better towards the end of the season. You're almost, like, surprised by it because you go, okay, he's not a, he's not bad. It's just, man, the play calling was just so terrible. 
Yeah, they're that's... trying to give him tosses and shit. And <laughs> like, no, it's not his game, dude. No, no you make him run zone yeah. stretches. Get him on yeah. a stretch play. Make make them have to tackle his big ass multiple times a game, yeah. like 20, 25 times a game, and then you have Jalen Warren as a change of pace. That's what I'm saying, bro. It was uh, if he, like I said, he may not even be good. I don't think we reached for the stars. I think it was a very safe hire, but that's just. His his style of offense is Pittsburgh's bread and butter. It's always been P- Pittsburgh's bread and butter. It's way more modern than what Matt Canada had. But I mean, shit. If like I said, just get us getting back to just average or or just okay. It doesn't have to be crazy Shanahan McVay style. Just mm-hmm. basic NFL style offense. I think will be better just because what we were running was middle schoolish. Yeah. Yeah, I can, man. You know, the sky's the limit now, man. Let's see what old. No, it's not. Stop, it, <laughs> Stop that bullshit. We <laughs> we are we are a fringe team. We we have question marks like T has. Our salary cap situation is not the best. Um, we we're probably gonna have to restructure everybody on our defense's contract. So Minka, TJ, Alex Highsmith, Cam Hayward. All of them are going to have to. We're going to have to find another cornerback because Patrick Peterson is old. Levi Wallace was asked this year after having his best career a uh, year the year before. Um, and yeah, we got to we have to cut our center because he's asked. And then we have to slide our last year first round pick Broderick to the left side. And then we need a tackle, a right tackle. So and then obviously the quarterback situation. Do is he? Is he Josh Rosen? Is he more? Is he is he with a new offensive coordinator going to look like he did in the preseason? Like what the fuck is what's going to happen? And it's, it's we have no idea if he if he comes out and he plays solid and gives us twenty to twenty five touchdowns, we'll be fine. Yeah. He ain't finna do that. He ain't finna do that, bro. <laughs> uh, anyways, <laughs> nah, he's not. Is there is there any other like coach uh, coaching hires that you guys like or dislike? Like because you've seen Dan Quinn went to Washington. I think that's pretty ironic that he gets to play the Cowboys twice a year. Yeah. I I mean, him leaving, I almost feel like they had so much to build off of, and that could have made, like, it really could have improved their, their corner play, and they could have had a lot more potential defensively to have, like, a long-term guy there, but – it's fucking coaches now, man. They, they fucking bite at a head coaching job so fast. So, for me, Dan Dan Quinn leaving to a to Washington, it's like, eh, you, you know, you kind of fucked up, right? Because now they're gonna take that in a very different light as far as when they play them, and they and they yeah. have so many things <laughs> that they need to fix defensively too. They're well, Ron Rivera always coached the defense well, but it was like, dude, you're like a talent is what is what puts you in that position. So. <laughs> Well, he had well, he had Montez Sweat and Chase. Well, Chase Younger looks like a lemon, but no. Yeah. I'm, let me let me ask you this, Isaiah, just to see from a different perspective, my guy. Maybe Dan Quinn didn't leave Dallas so much as they made him leave, because from what I heard and all I heard after they got them cheeks clapped by Green Bay, mm-hmm. uh, it's Dan Quinn's fault. Absolutely not. It's well, I, I'll, I'll well, put it to you this way: they're. The only thing that I can say about the Dan Dan Quinn defense, right, is I don't know if 
they fucked up with what because the talent of Micah Parsons, I think they misused it in very important games. Bro, they you stick to the bread butter all fucking year. You yep. you stick to your bread and butter. Not only that, and I've said this, and I'll continue to say this until their corners have any sort of discipline. Dallas's corners always try to make splash plays. They over pursue and they take too many gambles. How much of that is Dan? Telling them yay or nay, fucking he's go the for the ball. He's scheming the fucking defense. Like, but he's not scheming them to try to jump the pass either. And that's what gets them cooked. You watch I don't them know, play. Man. I don't think there would be any D coordinator to be like, hey, fucking try jump to jump the ball. Route. Yeah, no. It, it, it just, he could, but it, it just depends because they're scheming their defense based off of nobody can block Micah, so quarterbacks have to throw the ball fast. Mm-hmm. So jump everything quick because Micah's going to get pressure. And then if Micah doesn't get pressure, <laughs> you're cooked. I, I, I definitely think that they saw that. So where they had successes in that aspect is like, you know, Trevon Diggs this year and then Deron Bland uh, this past year, you know, um, having five interception returns or six interception returns for a touchdown. That looks great in the regular season, but try to do that shit in a playoff game where motherfuckers know that that's what you're going to try to do, and it, that's how it, you get exposed. Brother, it looks great against teams that can't block Micah. Dallas looks yeah. good against teams that are shitty. That, yeah. That's always <laughs> been their problem. Yep. You and look great they're they're right now, to. but what are you going to do, you know, when you got to play somebody worth a shit? And yep. that's... That's where they have always struggled. Where when you have to, you have to counter, because they're just they're very they're very basic too. Uh, with which is, Micah is going to get pressure, and everything is going to be built off of that. If Micah doesn't get pressure, then what? Yeah. Then you get cooked. <laughs> and that was a problem that they had too. Was like, man, Micah Parsons is not uh, a stick your hand in the ground every fucking play just go get the quarterback type of player. No, dude, that guy is – that dude can play everywhere on the line, and he can play up as a, as a linebacker. Like, yeah. why are you wasting this man's ability to play the game of football? I think that's – I think that that was where it kind of started. That, you know, mixed with you have these, these corners that make splash plays, but they can't consistently cover a, a guy outside of Stephon Gilmore. He's the only one who no, is consistently like... And Gilmore is aging, too. There's a lot of speed. Yeah, he's going to fit better in a zone scheme because he's a great corner, but he cannot stick man-to-man with people like he used to. He's just... He, I mean, Stephon Gilmore is, what, like 31, 32? And as a corner, like, you got he's a lot anxious. more... Speed. Yeah, you, you got a lot more speed coming into the game. Like that, and their second level is trash. Their linebacking core, outside of Micah, obviously, Mate Vanderesh can't stay healthy. And can I you think name he's two going to uh, retire? Be playing, yeah. yeah. Well, th- but that's my point. Is like, can you name any other linebacker outside of Mark, Micah Parsons and Dexter Lawrence? I can't really. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you, Isaiah. I can't really name many Cowboys. Because I don't fuck with them like that. Well, no, <laughs> I'm saying for namesake, like good players, yeah. like oh, you know good, what I mean? good players. Honestly, the good, the good players on their roster that I think can go anywhere and play and be a meaningful player. And this is no disrespect to Cowboys and Cowboys fans. Micah 
and CD Lamb. That's yeah. about it. I think Dak would probably be a lot of people's backups. And I also think that's like, well, offensive linemen too. They have a bunch of offensive linemen that could go play uh, yeah. elsewhere too. But like skill position and shit, like their secondary, like they don't have any corner or safety that I feel like could go to, I, that could come to Pittsburgh and start. They don't have any middle linebackers that when Pittsburgh is healthy could come start. Michael would start on the other side of TJ with uh, over Alex Highsmith. But yeah. like that, they don't have like even though uh, what Demarcus Lawrence, yeah, him like I would take Cam Hayward's old ass over him. He <laughs> he's hit or miss, and that's that's their issue is they watch those guys play against the Giants and the Commanders and fucking like the Bears and shit, and they get their hopes up of oh my god these guys are animals. No, they're really just average. They're just playing shitty team, yeah. like T said at the beginning, and then they just. When they play somebody that's as good or better, they just get taken to the woodshed. Yeah, I think that's going to be the story of them, though. And I mean, that's why Jerry Jones won't commit long term, you know, to Dak because Dak ain't done shit against yeah. fucking good teams. When in the same thing with Romo, it was the same thing when they had the dark years of not having a quarterback. They tried to pick up Drew Bledsoe, Quincy Carter, and then before that, Troy Aikman. So to to me, if you're riding solely off the coattails of your quarterback, like with that team, with the talent that they've had, like O-line, D-line, you know, offensive weapons that they've had. I mean, we can name so many offensive weapons that they've had. Running backs running for a 1,000 that next year they're not even in the fucking league. Like that's how good your O-line is, and yet – Oh, it's it's on Dak because he said in a press conference we're gonna go as far as Dak will take us, and that's what he did. <laughs> like, oh, okay, <laughs> that's showing no trust. That's showing, you know what I mean? And Big honestly, yeah, and honestly, in that game, it wasn't really Dak's fault. On him, dude. Well, and honestly, in that game, Dak played a good game. They stalled a little bit, but what happened? Mm, wait, which game are we talking about? The playoff game. Nah, Dak was ass. She's my guy. He threw that. He threw that pick six. He threw a couple more passes that should have been picked. He yeah. didn't. Throw, he didn't start completing passes and and throwing for a bunch of yards so like until the game was time. out of it. Yeah, yeah. it's but all on, trash. That. But honestly, too, like, what was the real telling sign? I think Green Bay punted the ball one time. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I I just don't think it's they're just cheats, bro. Both sides of the yeah. ball. People think that oh, they have this defense that was elite. Obviously, they don't when they play better teams. And then they all thought that Dak was elite, and it was like, no, it's not when he plays good teams. They yeah. just have a shitbag division. They they usually have an, a really easy season lined yeah. up, and yeah, he just looks good. And then they'll play like fringe teams like them, like they'll play the Rams or the Seahawks or somebody, and they'll mm-hmm. beat them, and their fan base goes crazy, and then they play the Niners or the Chiefs or the Bills or somebody and get crushed. And it's very telling that it's the same thing every year. Yep. They just get every their hopes That's rinse and repeat. Was that playoff game was- that they <laughs> that they played when they got knocked out was fucking pitiful. <laughs> I was so surprised. Every time Green Bay scored, I was just like, yo, they, it's so easy for them. They they turned Jordan Love into a superstar. Yes. <laughs> He's like Dallas is in, in pro wrestling terms. Dallas are, is people who get the superstars over. They're not they'll never be the champions. They are the 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 big name people that get 
lesser name people over and they got they got jordan love he came and cooked mm-hmm. homie was i mean i think he is a solid guy but his stock went way up yeah oh yeah a ton i mean even in the in his next game against sam fran i mean you you take away one fucking horrible ball that he threw that got picked off he played a fairly good game yeah. so you almost look at it like well fuck man he's 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 got a yeah. he's got a good ceiling especially with lafleur too like even yeah aaron Rodgers is all world but at the same time, you're like, man, he does a really good job of coaching of quarterbacks because he didn't like Lafleur when he first got there, and then Lafleur coached him to back-to-back MVPs. So, yes, <laughs> I think I, I mean it's perfect. They have one of the best quarterback track records in in modern NFL history. Oh, absolutely! And, like I, they are one of the teams that don't give a fuck if their star quarterback gets mad. I don't give a fuck. We have a we have a top draft pick, or we're gonna trade up. We're going to take a solid quarterback, and this motherfucker may sit for three or four or five years, however many we need him to sit. But once you get crazy, get older, you start arguing back and forth with us, and we know this kid is ready, get out. We don't give a fuck. Yep. I like it. (laughs) But um, so that what Dan Quinn, Raheem Morris, uh, are are either of y'all surprised that Bill Belichick doesn't have a job? No, I'm no, because he wanted too much control yeah. over over teams. Like he kind of wanted the Bill O'Brien treatment, and uh, that no, never that's bodes not well. A good idea, I agree. I think, I think I think so as well. Like he's aging; the game has changed around him. He's he's like Pop. He's like Greg Popovich. You know, uh, clearly, you know, very successful, hard nosed kind of coaches, but like. You trying to go to a team where your culture isn't established and trying to change it, I don't think he – the control that he wants, it's not going to happen overnight. And so he might be put in a position to where it, the team looks worse off with him as a coach because he's trying to do too much all at once. I, I think he would be an okay coach. I just don't think he needs the power to be GM. He has no. shown time and time again he – his evaluation of talent is dog shit. He needs to like as a coach, if I think if he goes to the right situation, so I thought Washington wouldn't have been bad, especially if he could have kept the enemy to coach his offense, he would have been fine because he'll, he'll have a a defense would be solid. Um, But I think that all that is solid and would be good. He just, that boy can't, he can't draft for shit. He's, he's a man. Fuck. I'm gonna say his name. He's, he's Andy in, in fantasy draft. Like oh, God. Yeah, like, oh, I'm gonna take Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott. I'm gonna take Ezekiel Elliott last year with the fourth overall pick. Like, that's that's where he is. Crazy. Yeah, that's him. He's like, oh, Ezekiel yeah. Elliott. Oh, yeah. Belichick likes the guys that Belichick likes, and yeah. good luck getting him to deviate from what he likes. Yep. Which Homie didn't like TB and. <laughs> I mean, and the partnership that they had was great, but I think after Bill got over, got tired of him and shit, yeah. and he felt like his star was bigger than his, he was like, "You got to move along," and yeah. they, he he moved along and went and won a Super Bowl, and Belichick is now sitting on the couch. Yeah, I think that hurts Belichick's legacy at all that like Tom I, was able to go to another team in one year and win one. I think I think on the outside, it I I think it does, but once you look at it, depending on how 
how you look at it too. I don't think it does because I think his legacy was set up being obviously being the defensive coordinator of the Giants uh, with Lawrence Taylor and then coming to to them uh, to New England and winning those three Super Bowls first before Tom was actually Tom when they were they were winning because of their defenses. I think that'll save his legacy. Uh, but as far as being the far and away best coach of all time, I think it hurts. Yeah. Who do you give that up to then? I don't it's know, but it's a conversation. Walsh. Yeah, I was going to say, Walsh. yeah, it's it's definitely a conversation to have um, because obviously, but like that, that it does definitely hurt, um, hurt him that Tom wins. They went three more together and then he runs Tom out of town and then Tom immediately goes and wins the Super Bowl. Yeah. And then and he does. I mean, all credit to him with Mac Jones, Max rookie year. They made it to the playoffs and then got crushed by, yeah. by Buffalo, and they've been dog shit ever since. They're just like a team that's very stuck in their ways, I think, especially with him establishing that Patriot way, so to speak. It, it, it reaped a lot of rewards whenever you had guys around you that, you know, kind of fell in line. You know, those guys that, you know, maybe didn't have all the talent in the world, but they just wanted to be on a roster, so they worked their ass off for you because they wanted to, stay in the league that's great you you know those are guys that are a lot more hungry and that that's what translated into you know having very successful years and then having the greatest quarterback of all time surely helps but after they lose that and then you look around your team and you're like well who's the best guy that we got on here and you're like matthew judon and christian gonzalez like and those are defensive players offensively nothing they don't have anything that's what I was just getting ready to say is like he's an old school style coach, but he has not modernized since the early 2000s. Tomlin is very similar in certain aspects, but we have talent and we always draft good talent. Like we've never not. He has not. He's not like like you said, when you have Tom Brady throwing to milkmen and, yeah. and setting up the offense and stuff, it's a lot easier than it is when you have a rookie quarterback who needs pieces around him to look good mm-hmm. and you don't have anything. You're like, hey, you have to elevate these guys' play. As a rookie, uh, for Mac Jones especially, Mac Jones is a – I mean, his ceiling at best when he was drafted was was like Kirk at yeah. best. Mm-hmm. And that's not a knock. That's just saying that's his ceiling. He was never going to be a Tom or – one of the elite quarterbacks, and I mean, they just didn't build it, build around him right. He's dog shit. He will go down as being dog shit, but I also don't put the 100% of the blame on him because had Belichick have drafted or went in free agency and found some playmakers like the Bills did with Josh Allen, mm-hmm. I think he could have been okay. But no, we're going to go get Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah. I mean, the only one that, you know, had a lot of talent around him, he was just on a team that had even more talent, was probably Kendrick Ward. He gets hurt. Yeah. I mean, you know, Zeke aging, you know, doesn't doesn't help. And then not using Devontae Zeke. Parker, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, Devontae Parker is very talented, but in that offense, like, Mac Jones can't get those talented guys the ball, man. And Matt yes, Jones wasn't that good. He really but wasn't. Yet, but yet they used, what, a third-round pick on Mac Jones? First round, bro. Was he first yeah. round? Oh, yes. fuck, he was. Yeah, yes. that dude in the first round. Yeah. And he, he looked great that rookie year. 
I don't think anybody was going to take him. No. It, no. The Patriots needed a quarterback, and they said, we're going to take him. So they took him. And like I said, if he would have went to a better situation, like say you swap – this is a crazy – but say you swap fucking Brock Purdy and Mac Jones, Mac would have been okay. He wouldn't be as solid as Brock Purdy is, but he wouldn't be as trash because he's in an offensive-friendly uh, system. But then he goes to New England where it's a defensive culture. You have no skilled position around him. And then their fucking offensive coordinator at the time was uh, – oh, my God. Was it Matt Patricia? Yes. No. Uh, when Mac Jones first got there? Was it yeah. McDaniel still there? Uh, oh, when they went to the – yeah, when they yeah. went to the playoffs, yes. And Mac went to the, the Pro Bowl that year. Yeah. Then the year after for his Insane. second year, I'm pretty sure Matt Patricia – was the the OC? Yeah, what? And the that fuck? yeah. So you're not setting your like people tell say it about Pittsburgh or maybe it's just Pittsburgh fans, but they, I read it all the time where people are saying we do not we have not set up our quarterbacks for success. Colin Cowherd says that shit all the time. Go look at what this motherfucker is doing. Yeah. If what we're doing is illegal, homie is a terrorist. Yeah, <laughs> bro, no lie, man. I, yeah, and especially off. Yeah. Having you got to think, man. Zeke showed that he still had a, a lot of juice in the tank. Ramondre is, you know, I still believe that Zeke was is a better talent than Ramondre Stevenson, but they just uh, didn't yeah. give they just didn't give him the ball. And so that's him being stuck in his ways. That's what landed that franchise to a what a three and fourteen or four and thirteen record. They were pretty yep. bad. <laughs> um, yeah. I can't I mean I can't say anything really because my team was pretty bad, but good lord. I think the biggest, the biggest issue that I think the Chargers have had, aside from like not playing to expectation, is injuries. Injuries have been something that have plagued the goddamn Chargers for the last several years. And yeah, it's they been just a while. Cannot get past it. Yeah, it's fine, fucking dude, depressing. Yeah, because Keenan got hurt last year because I had him in, in Zach's Fantasy League, and it fucked me. Uh, and he got nicked up a little bit this year. I think he was out a couple weeks back-to-back. But for the most part, yeah, y'all, like, he's solid. But, yeah, Mike Mike Williams is always hurt. Y'all usually have offensive linemen that get hurt. Y'all's defense is fucking hurt. It's... I'm telling you, man. Like, we're, we're going to lose Joey Bosa because we're not going to we're not going to continue to pay this man a ridiculous amount of money to like not be on the field. I mean, it, yeah. And the dude is talented, but sometimes the best, you know, ability is availability and if you're never available, like we got to cut our losses, especially when we have 36 million dollars wrapped up into you for one year. Probably retain Khalil Mack. Try to keep Keenan Allen restructure his deal. Try to keep Mike Williams indefinitely. I think one of the highest priorities is keeping is Khalil Mack and Derwin James. You got to keep those guys. You got to figure out a way to make it work. Because if not, we got to take a step back before we can take a step forward, and that is going to suck. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So two. What three? Yeah. One question before we go to the live TV moments and wrap up. Uh, who do y'all have in the Super Bowl? It's like I, I'm just gonna say the Chiefs, Chiefs, and, may, and maybe the it'll happen. I want. I'm just gonna say maybe I'm putting it wrong so that the Niners will win. <laughs> That's all. 
Because clearly I'm, hey. I've been fucking wrong. I thought the Lions were going to win. They fucking choked all that game. Like, I thought the Ravens were going to win. They yeah, bro. All that Dan game. Campbell was on some. Dan Campbell was on some bad salt. I get that's how you got there, bro, but you got to be smart enough Stop to know Stop gambling where you are when your fucking... whole fucking season is on the line. Well, just just you're you're winning at the time. Like I get people, a lot of people saying like, "Oh, that's what they've done all year. He's been aggressive." Yeah, when they're losing, yeah. you're up 27 to 7. The, Kick the fuck or to ice goal. a regular season game. I get that. You don't need to ice shit. It's the third quarter. <laughs> you're up by 17. <laughs> Kick the fucking take the That's points. What I'm saying. Take the fucking him. points, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah, yeah. But uh, anyways, yeah. who who y'all 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 leaning Chiefs? Fuck no. Even though no. fuck them, I'm good. Okay, T got yeah. the Niners. Isaiah, you I'm got gonna the get Chiefs? the Chiefs so that maybe the Niners will win. <laughs> Man, look, I'm gonna say this: fuck Patrick Mahomes. I know homie is uber talented. I've been super impressed with him in the playoffs. Whatever. But I'm just tired of my my Super Bowl winning quarterback talking. About, you know, we just came out there, me and Trav, and we. Oh, I think the defense we really got the defense going today. I mean, those those guys are awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of. It. But he's just he's fucking. Good and what kind today, of resurgence so. did Travis Kelsey have to have? I don't know. Eleven catches for 116 yards and a fucking tug. Hadn't seen that since week four. Homie, bro, homie, he had. He had the the Lambo put up in the garage all regular yeah. season, and as soon as the playoffs start, boy, his girl Taylor must have gave him some of that gluck gluck nine thousand, and homie, <laughs> homie pulled that shit out the garage and said, "Let's go," because he has been unconscious and making all like he looks. I I heard and had conversations where people were like, we were saying, Travis Kelsey looked old this year. This was the worst season, and then he comes out and is like, "No, nah, I'm still here." Yeah. And it's like, do you chalk that up to the kind of defense that the Ravens are running? Lamar in his past two games had all the time in the world to throw the ball, but I felt like he was very timid in attacking that. The Ravens lost that game because Lamar Jackson did not do what Lamar Jackson does, and that's run the fucking football. Run, like, yep. I I, like I get it. Like you're trying to, you you know, you're trying Mm -hmm. to play like a different style, right? You're trying to stay in the pocket, but come on, man. That dude could have broke AFC so many championship fucking runs not and didn't do it. Well, I think, I don't know if he was... fucked himself is what he did. And they spied yeah. Drew, Drew Tranquil on him all game. But even when they spied him, it's like, dude, it's one guy, bro. Just take the yards. It's one guy. You make a move. You might fuck around and break a long run, put your put your team in a better position and he just didn't want to do it fuck that fuck that no excuses i watched fucking lamar jackson stiff arm tj watt helmet the fuck off just take, <laughs> take off. off there's no excuses bro there re- it's not and I, I i do think that game came down to uh zay flowers fumble yes and lamar's terrible interception and triple coverage i've i've seen and i won't I, i'm i'm gonna stand with shannon sharp how he he feels on this i cannot allow uh, lamar fans to say that he didn't have a bad game i've heard todd munkin is the reason they've changed their game plan i do not believe so i just believe lamar did not play his play best well. game uh yeah o- odell beckham said it on the sideline they have he said uh it's all right lamar it's all right you have what changes th- that can change the game just take off and I immediately started thinking, like, if you want to blame Todd Munkin, 
you should blame him for the fact that he doesn't coach him like Buddy uh, Buddy Stevenson Stevens uh, did on did John Franklin oh, yeah. the third last chance you where he was like if your first second read ain't there just take off man that's what you do "Do what you do (laughs) yeah yeah maybe that's why you get mad at him and because lamar didn't do that but yeah it was very evident that he was trying to win throwing and i don't know if he was trying to make like leave a statement or make a statement or whatever but that shit didn't didn't work at all which was strange because he how they were executing in, you know, the I don't know how many wins they had in a row, like 12 or so. And like 12 wins in a row. And in those 12 wins, they're running the ball. They ran the ball 15 times in that game. That's fucking 15, terrible. But 15 I don't, I don't, times. How? I mean, it, it happened, this... but like I was having a difficult time processing what was taking place in that game. And the NFL is scripted. This, I'll tell you right now. I'm saying it. This is this is hey, th- yeah, hey maybe this is something too that that gets overlooked. And I'm just trying to give everybody a different way to look at it. Yes, they did not run the ball at all, especially if you look at the number of times that they ran in the regular season and in the first uh, first game in the of the yeah. playoffs. But a lot of the plays that are pass plays that Lamar takes off are counted as runs. So it's also on him that they didn't run the ball as much as they usually do. Take off. Take yeah, off and, and run. Do I believe that Spagnolo is a great D coordinator? Absolutely. But so were yeah. a lot of other people that they faced in the regular season. And I look at it as I look at it as like, dude, your play action, it works when you run the ball. That's how Lamar was having success against teams. Play action, like they would get likely one on one after Mark Andrews got hurt and He'd be wide open. He'd catch the jump balls. You were able to get those long balls to Zay. You were able to get those balls to Odell in the intermediate. And Odell Beckham had like three fucking catches. I'm not saying he's the same Odell hey. Beckham, but he's a guy that he's sure-handed. Give him the ball, you know what I mean? Or throw him a couple passes, get him in the rhythm of the offense. He didn't touch the ball till the third quarter. Yeah. It's it's also – it's kind of – like before I get to the breaking news I just got, but – um. It's real evident because people want Lamar to be like people talk about Lamar as, oh, have you seen the way that he's throwing? He still plays a different style of football. He's not throwing from the pocket a lot of the times. He's not just going to sit in in the pocket and just make throw after throw after throw after throw. He's not a he's not a Patrick Mahomes. He's not one of those yeah. guys passing the ball. He's he's got to do a little of both or play action to freeze the defense and, and go from there. But breaking news. Cliff Kingsbury has withdrawn himself from consideration from the OC job of the Raiders. Ooh. To do Adam Schefter just tweeted to that. Do what? It didn't say to do anything. It just said he just withdrew his wow. name. We were dead. Man, how are we going to start a podcast talking about how he's going to be the OC? <laughs> and he's like, nah. Hey, well, I'm glad we didn't go too far into it. But, fellas, last topic so we can wrap up. We've been going a little bit over an hour. Um, what are some of the live television moments that you guys remember that are just obviously groundbreaking? You can talk about sports or TV. I mean, or entertainment. Either. Um, either. Any. Yeah, I, any. I don't give a fuck. It just live I'll stand TV. stand on this hill to the day I die. Derek Fisher didn't get the shot off. This fucking I'll stand guy. On, I'm standing on that for the rest of my life. This guy. That uh, Definitely Kanye West saying George Bush doesn't care about black people. That was crazy. It opened up a whole new door for Kanye. That's where the crazy started. 
Wendy Williams fainting <laughs> on live TV was hilarious. It wasn't hilarious that it happened. Just her face cracked me up. And Mitch McConnell um, lagging like a 2K glitch. Those, those, those are the <laughs> ones that stuck out in my head like <laughs> off top. But any anything for UT? Um, so there was, you know, there was a time where, um, almost like, like the Derek Fisher one where, uh, I remember one time Derek Fisher in a playoff game against the Spurs caught and hit a three pointer with like, what was it? Like 0.4 seconds. That's the one that I'm talking about. That's a fucking lie. No, he didn't. And then Tim Duncan (laughs) turns around. And catches one the very next play. No, it was reversed. Yeah, no, it was reversed. Oh, shit. Duckin hit the shot off the – he hit like a fucking fading to the left. Free throw line. Yeah, Yeah, over Shaq. Yeah, Yeah, on on the bank, 0.4 seconds left. Derek Fisher clearly traveled to to get the turnaround. Well, you sound like a goddamn hater right now. No, fuck that. There's no way (laughs) – in human hey, history, that somebody catches hey, the ball, turns right around, throws that bitch up. That's that's a point. That's a point in human history. Accept it. No, it's not. That that ruined our chance to go to the finals. <laughs> you won the fucking finals the year it after. It doesn't matter. Y'all got baptized by Detroit. It's not fair. We should have been there. We should have been back to back champs. Oh my champs. god. Should have been back to back champs. Oh my Standard god. Standard on. Boo, boo, fucking. You dude. know it wasn't Marlon. You know it was a legit. Because they ran, they ran. It was twenty something years yeah. over. I don't even care. I don't even care. <laughs> I, my my moment. I'm gonna say Ashley Simpson <laughs> on sa- Saturday Night Live. Oh, in the world <laughs> found out she couldn't Dad. sing. Riverdale's <laughs> yeah. her way off the stage. Yeah, when when everybody found out that she was just a name and yeah. only, uh, just Jessica Simpson's little yeah. sister. Uh, so that um, the the Super Bowl titty. Ooh. I remember, I remember yeah, that that, was... that took over everybody thinking. Didn't it, she have a yeah? Social media was around. I don't yeah, it ripped off the pasty as well. Yeah, whenever. Yeah, and JT was like, man, <laughs> Jenna Jackson got drunk yeah. through the mud. Like her career was on hiatus <laughs> until she started coming out with Tyler Perry movies. Yeah, her music facts. career was never. If social same. media was yeah. huge. Yeah, if social media was huge back then, she would have. They would have ate her ass up. She would. She would probably still be trending on Twitter they right called now. Called it like a. Like well, she will be next move. week. They'll definitely be talking about you, it. right? Yeah, <laughs> you definitely crazy, right. Crazy, yep. shocking Super Bowl uh, moment. Yeah, they'll definitely do that. Oh, <laughs> and then T T mentioned it on the uh, in our group message. Uh, the the Will Smith slap. Oh yeah, that that took the fucking world over. I wasn't even yeah. watching. I was I just got on the the old Twitter yeah. sphere and then refreshed my feed. And then I seen, is this Will real? Smith, Will Smith. And I'm like, is Will what Smith, real? Yeah. And then it, then it, yeah, with yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? So I clicked on it on uh, Twitter, and I actually watched it, rewatched it. It was in like Japanese or some shit like that. They were uh, over it, and I heard like, because I wanted to hear what he said, because obviously the news channels were bleeping yeah. it out at that point. And I, that's when he keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth insane bro like i man yeah. that was a dude that was truly hurting you could tell he, that boy yeah. that boy i'd that have boy had this he was definitely hurting i thought i i felt bad for him i really did will smith's one of my favorite actors and you could tell he was because that was that's so out of pocket for will yeah. like he's always the cool mellow 
ass dude that his attitude is honestly like he's off some psychedelic yeah. shit. Like he'd be hanging out with Aaron Rodgers all yeah. the time. And he just, yeah. Somebody said the ghost of Tupac came and possessed him. <laughs> <laughs> and what was cold too is yeah. they didn't kick him out. They let him get back up on stage and accept his best actor Oscar that night. And then banned him though. And then banned him for 10 years. Yeah. I was like, I, that, that is such I a... I could have kept that shit. <laughs> well, like, Denzel had to go over there and talk to him and shit. Like, yeah. Den- was it Denzel? Um, yeah, because apparently fucking Will was going to run the fade with Chris Rock, dude. It was like, yeah. fuck it, man. I already smacked you. Let's the, go meet yeah. on the parking lot. A, a part that's not talked about in that whole moment is she was in Black Panther, Lupita Nyong'o. She's behind Will Smith while he's yelling, and she kind of like is semi smiling because she thought the slap was fake. And then when Will Smith says that line, she's like, her whole face changes. She's like, oh, like just looks shocked. <laughs> but I'm glad that nigga got banned, man. Fuck him. He knows better. Act like some class. Don't be another angry black man <laughs> around these white people. He should have, he should have, you real shit. He should have just caught him on the fly. If yeah, that's he should have read up on the backstage. <laughs> Yeah, if he no, really no felt film. that way, but like in that moment, dude, you gotta think, man. His, his girls had him running around looking like a fool for a while. Yeah. So like, and he like, knows he can't hit her, so he hit the first exactly. person he talked about her. So you know I mean, like, he just you know he just gotta he just gotta eat that one, man. By <laughs> the way, she could grow hair. Okay, she decided to shave her head. She has alopecia. all the shit she does is for fucking attention, man. It's annoying as yeah, fuck. Yeah, she's she's the least. Uh, she's probably the least liked or least popular member of their family. The only person that she has over like star power is probably fucking Will's first yeah. son uh, yeah. Trey, that nobody fucking knows about, but. Jaden is is probably more popular, especially with younger kids yeah. and shit. Uh, Willow definitely is and shit. So and yeah, her she ain't fucking with Will. So Maybe yeah, she just had she's an just doing. I don't know, but that's yeah. Just... Well, she just she's she's she just reaching for attention mm-hmm. and getting it. Like that's I mean, when she's it's time to sell a book or something that I don't I I can't tell you anybody who's like oh Jaden. Jaden uh, or Jada Pinkett Smith is writing a book, and I can't wait to read it. That's why her show got canceled on Facebook. That Red Table Talk. You know about Red? Yeah, Yeah, and that's why she brought Will on there to shit on him. So people, it was a yeah, and it's gonna get a bunch of views because Will's on there getting shit on, and they start talking about fucking her fucking August Alicina and whatever. And yeah, that's the only reason. uh, That's the only reason I knew that show existed. It was an entanglement, so, Marlon, okay? She wasn't just having sex with August, okay? It was an entanglement. Uh, hey, whatever Let's you want to call terms, it. Right. Fucking honestly, honestly, <laughs> honestly, I'm I'm going to be I'm I'm going to say this. This is my this is what I believe. I don't even believe that none of that shit she be saying is true. I think she's lying and faking all that shit. Honestly, I don't know if her and Will is still together. I don't know if blah blah blah. I don't know if she's just asking him like, "Will you go along with this shit so that Stay I can relevant. feel Clown. yeah, like so Clown I can yeah. shit is what it is." Yes, thousand yeah. percent. Without, without I've doubt. never understood the people who are on social media and they it's like a drug, dude. That instant gratification from people who are just irrelevant to your life. 
Mm-hmm. I think you look stupid. Like people who are looking to see how many clicks they get and all that shit. It's like, dude, fuck off. Um, bro. Um, sound like a hater, especially but I don't people. Again. No, it's not because most people that act like that, that want that attention, and they try to post like every single thing. Like, oh, today Jimmy drank a, a glass of apple juice, and they get yeah, two likes. Why? Why? Who cares? And it's who just like, stop. Nobody fuck? cares. Yeah. Fuck the, cares. Yeah, like the last one that I remember that was a live TV moment is a. It was a. She was like a news anchor. I think in like Alaska or something. It was this black lady, and she like smoked weed, and basically she was like, you know, they're gonna drug test me. I'm gonna keep smoking weed. You know, today is my last day. They don't know that, but fuck it. And she just walked off the set. That was probably the last one that I was like, oh damn, she really did that. And they cut to her co her co anchor, and they were like, um. So uh, another report came out today. Like you don't know what to say. <laughs> Hell no, you get caught up in the moment. Hell yeah, Hell yeah but, but yeah, uh, fellas, what do y'all want to say to end? Tell leave leave people with with a message. T, I'll let you go first. Oh man, I don't know, dude. Uh, man, I mean, just always like continue to tell. The people that you love, you love them, you know, because um, you never know when you won't get to tell them that again. So, yeah, I agree. If you care about somebody, you make sure they know it. You know, the frailty of life is very short in the grand scheme of things. So always be sure that if somebody's going through something and you consider them a friend to make sure that, like T said, tell them you love them. You know, make your make your presence felt. Know that you're always there for them, and know that you care about them. Facts. Mine is off topic, but Vince McMahon, you may be cooked. My guy. <laughs> <laughs> and if y'all, if, if y'all listeners don't know what that is, just Google Vince McMahon scandal and read the text messages and all that shit. I'm not here to say that all of that is true. What I am gonna say though, if it is. Boy, howdy! They need to put Vince in that motherfucker right next to Robert that is Kelly. Downright deplorable. <laughs> Them text messages. Please Google the text messages. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, dude, so I, I'll, I'll do you one better if you get the chance. Listen to Joe Budden's podcast where he reads the text messages. Oh, you want to talk about something hey. that's funny, dude? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm gonna have to go check that out. I ain't even yeah. seen it yet, but fellas. It was glad. It was great being back uh, together again today. We'll have to do it again next week. People will be back. Thank you for tuning in. Show us some love. We'll be back. Peace. We out. Easy.